You're listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast, bringing you the best of geek from week to week. Join your hosts, Dion and Quinny, and the occasional special guest as they talk movies, TV, gaming, toys, comics, and everything in between. The Demeter, on charter from Romania to London. Shipping private crates. Contents unknown. Out at sea with no land in sight. This here is Clemens. He's a doctor. You dress like a learned man. University of Cambridge. I know my way around the boat. Our charter has agreed to pay a bonus for timely arrival in London. Let me show you the ship. This here is Huckleberry. We don't come with like this to give the yours clear. Demeter's a fine boat, no doubt. Looks like a bite. Search the ship everywhere. Evil is on board. Powerful evil. I said, let's go. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you're just gonna have to do what you gotta do today because that's just like that's no countdown because that's good fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Remember, it's the pretty table of awesome. Live, live, you fool. <laughs> yes. Be live. Uh. <laughs> Be live. Be live. Uh, anyway, happy Halloween, everyone. Halloween, <laughs> I love Halloween. It's my favorite time of the year. It's the most wonderful time. And I'm sorry, I can't <laughs> see shit without my glasses. So hello. Um, Why are you singing Christmas carols at Halloween time? But it's the most wonderful day. I'm sorry, it's the most wonderful time. Of the year, there you go. Yep, that's all right. Okay, before we get too far along this, uh, what have we all come as? <laughs> <laughs> we have to we have to be able to say this. Well, okay. I'm a bat. <laughs> that wasn't I, I, obvious. I, it is. It is obvious. I said, "Are you Bartok?" And she's like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> are, are you? Are you woman bat man bat's girlfriend? Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, Kirsty Langstrom. She she's a doctor as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, deep cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Peter, I'm a very tired woman who found a cat ear headband in the top of her cupboard. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Meow. See here. <laughs> um, um, Dion, who are you? What are what are you dressed uh, as? I'm an eastern suburbs golf instructor. <laughs> I explained it. I explained it like I tried to explain it at work the other day, where I was like, "Okay, I have this travesty of a mustache, so I can only come as three things, and depends on how old you are. Uh, it, one of them is, is ages you out. I'm not Magnum PI, and I'm no. not Ned Flanders. So the only <laughs> other thing I could be was uh, Ted Lasso. But if I change my jumper to a green one, I can be Ned Flanders. So it's a multi-purpose role." Hmm. You could you could just show up to like multiple parties and nobody'd know for sure. 
Sure. But I could also uh, quite comfortably just slide onto the side of a sporting pitch on a Saturday morning with a latte in my hand and start cheering on kids playing sport and everyone would be like, normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blow yeah. the whistle. Um, I could start coaching. You, you should. <laughs> I feel like you should. I'll, I'll come up beside you and just go, whistle. Yeah. <laughs> You can be my Roy Looking Kent like this. Yeah. Um, Who have I, you come as? I have come as the demon sorcerer from Outworld, from the Nether Realm, from Mortal Kombat. I am also wearing a leather jacket in a really fucking hot room. Um, so I am Quin Chi, or as he sometimes known, Quan Chi. But let's go with I was going to say, why is Quan Chi shopping at Lowe's for a leather jacket? Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. This was Target, thank you very much. And Definitely. I resent genuine. the implication that my faux leather is actually Yeah, I was going to say genuine leather. <laughs> uh, no, no, actual leather, just very cheap pig leather. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm also sitting on a leather chair, which means that if I go, I can make all the. Yeah. We can't hear anything. Quite frankly, we could be making a very different kind of movie, uh, video today. Yes, you can put word. your glasses back on now. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. I can't see can shit. See I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, either that, or I could be Captain Spaulding from the um, fucking uh, ten thousand House of Ten Thousand Corpses or whatever it is, um, but I'm not. Now, or, yeah, you're yep. a very clever-looking wraith creature. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. So let me tell you a little bit about the history of Outworld. <laughs> so Outworld <laughs> was one of the first invading countries. That, anyway. anyway. Um, yes. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. Adzuki says Shang Tsung. Not quite. Shang Tsung wears the leather jacket. Quan Chi wears a stupid fucking harness, and I didn't have one of those. <laughs> That's right. I can't do it. Anyway, also, also, tonight, I was just like, I didn't want to see you in a harness. Sorry. Yeah, Jill, yeah. you're right. Correct. Tonight, All Hallows. Wait, it's not All Hallows Eve. Is that yesterday? No, no, this is All it's Hallows Eve. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, it is our spook cutery board it's selection board. of horror tonight. Excellent. It definitely I'm so is. I'm so very. I have been uh, mainlining horror all month. I have watched so many scary things that I really think that I've uh, done myself a disservice to the genre and made myself immune to anything scary now. Nothing is scary. <laughs> Nothing scares me anymore. <laughs> okay. I got to tell uh, you, yeah. Yeah, it has been, it's been a horrible month. <laughs> now, Peter, you're a well-known horror connoisseur. Um, <laughs> like, a lover of, of uh, jump scares and all things terrifying. How did I this... Mean, uh, Look, a long time ago I was. Oh, really? uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I've watched a lot of classic horror movies in my in my time as a, a, a teenage film nerd. Um, <laughs> yeah, you couldn't get Horror past. movies are a, a lot of fun to uh, when you're a teenage film nerd uh, whose uh, only kind of access to teaching yourself about films is like the video easy uh, <laughs> on the corner. It's the only way to learn. The only one. Well, can I ask a question then? What was your first horror movie that you watched, which was one that you that you decided I'm going to watch a scary movie? We well, it was Whoa. a whole thing as as kids um, when we had sleepovers uh, that you would watch a scary movie. Uh, and at probably about ten years of age, I went to a sleepover where, like, it was my first sleepover with a scary movie, mm. uh, and I believe it was arachnophobia. Um, <laughs> Uh, closely followed by one where we watched it uh, oh, no. at about Tim Curry one. 10, 11 years of age. 
Um, so that that was fun. And but I had like a real thing, like I'm not gonna look scared. Like nobody's mm-hmm. gonna be able to tell I'm gonna be like the tough one and mm-hmm. nobody's gonna be able to tell I'm scared. Yeah. So like I had to be able to kind of sit through it. Um you learn a lot about um just filmmaking techniques in general by watching horror films because it horror films wear the techniques on their sleeve, right? Like yeah. it's it's deliberate emotional manipulation. It's trying to make you scared. It's a lot of like set up payoff in order to build that fear. So you actually like as a as a teenage film buff, um, watching horror films to be like, oh, a shot of a knife, or something's definitely like, oh, the music is like, you know, making you really on edge at this point. There's gonna be a jump scare in three, two, one. There it is. And I started to really piss people off by doing that. So I stopped. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. And Jill, Jill, like life happened, and I just was basically constantly stuck in fight or flight mode, and it stopped being entertaining to put myself further in fight or flight mode by watching horror movies. Yeah, I was going to say, Jill, what did you think of it? Uh, I refuse <laughs> to watch it. I'm sorry, I don't do clown. Oh, that's no, right, clown. chlorophobia, don't you? Well, I I think so. Yeah, I've been terrified by clowns my entire life, so I'm just going to steer clear of that one. Yes, so, just, just so um, was it alien clowns from outer space? Not your jam? Nope. <laughs> yeah, right. I also hate alien films. If they're oh, just, shit. Like, out of context, alien films. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Pix- Pixels was just horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and what was your first horror film? Uh, House 2, Ding Dong, You're Dead. <laughs> 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 uh go look it up. Yeah, it's it's if you go back and look at it now, it's I know it well. So totally not terrifying at all, but if you do look it up, it's like, yeah, that was the first one that I watched. If you don't count the fact that I was I accidentally kind of watched Terminator when I was far too young. So, you right. know, that was one of those ones like okay. I'm I don't know why I'm afraid, but I am afraid, but I should like this. It's got robots in it. Oh no, I'm very yeah. afraid. But yeah, the it's actual... not even horror, but it's terrifying for children. It's yeah. scary as shit. The the concept yeah. of of a a dude who has a metal skeleton inside and the red wants glowing to kill eyes and yeah. will keep coming and you yeah. can't kill him. Fucking terror. Um, it might have remember... been house, not house two. Ah, uh, okay. Because well, house. ding dong, you're dead. The one with the where it's hitting the the button. Like yeah, the, yeah, it's the definitely like door. an '80s one. So it must have been um, house. Yeah. So I my my thing with it is that I was actually fucking terrified of pretty much all horror for a really long time. Um, and mostly because of video stores. <laughs> the covers scared the shit out of me. They were always terrifying. They were. Like, I remember um, Fright Night, the cover to Fright Night, um, which is like this this ethereal kind of scary vampire face in the clouds behind a moon, uh, like in a, in a sort of full moon. That used to scare pissing peanuts out of me. And I'd be like... <laughs> Sorry, that's scare good. pissing peanuts out of you. I love it. Sorry, keep going. Piss and peanuts. Oh, piss um, and peanuts. And so, anytime I'd see that, like that, the clouds at night, I'd be afraid that a, a face was going to appear in the clouds, and that would just scare the shit out of me. And like, you know, I saw the cover to Extra at one point and went, "Oh no, that looks way too scary." So, I was well into my late teens before I'd really watched any kind of horror. Um. And the first really scary film I actually watched was Aliens. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I was, I'm not a big, big horror person at all. <laughs> but like you, Pete, I appreciate that there's so much technique in them. 
and now I watch them and I'm watching them as much for the technique as I am for the 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 scare and the you know the visceral thrill. Mm. My way too young watch of a horror film was Critters. Oh yes. Uh, I was probably six or seven. And uh, my parents were watching it and I just happened to be in the room and I think they kind of thought, oh, you know, she'll just go to sleep on the couch. She's not going to watch the movie. <laughs> but I was definitely, definitely watching the movie. Oh, and no. I could not uh, walk in front of couches or anything that had a low gap. gap under it for <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like unofficial floor is lava at my house because <laughs> I... I was terrified of something coming out and grabbing me. <laughs> oh, you would yep. have had a real trouble in the shower if you'd watched it as a kid. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> My dad scared me enough with, come down here, little girl. Like <laughs> when we'd go past drains because, like, he's like, oh, the clown lives in the drain, Jill. And I'm like, oh, I'm never going to fucking watch this movie. <laughs> Jesus, Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trauma. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay, so what we've done tonight is a little bit of a spread, a spreading table sort of thing that we're putting out, a tasting place. Yes, yes. (laughs) We've all chosen a couple of uh, splashes of bits and pieces to talk about because we've got quite a lot to go through and it's going to take us forever and we're already a quarter of the way through the show. Um, Yes. We're just going to just dive straight into it. So we had on the trailer uh, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Who saw The Last Voyage of the Demeter? Wanted to watch it. I didn't get time. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, do was, you like vampire so movies? What was that, Jill? I was cramming in so many things. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you, were doing, you were doing you were doing the hard yards. Mm-hmm. So, the last voyage of the Demeter or Demeter or however you want to pronounce it is directed by Andre Overdahl, who has done a bunch of other uh, reasonable films, but uh, Troll Hunter was one of the ones that he did recently. Um, and yeah, I, I quite like that. It's a period piece, and it's based on the chapter Stokers, like yeah. Dracula. Yeah. yeah, so it's based on Chapter 7 of Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is uh, written in a totally different style. So if you've read the novel, which I hadn't read until I was about 12, so I could read horror, couldn't watch it. <laughs> um, yeah, that it's only about 100 pages, but it's a ship's log, the whole of that chapter is a ship's log of the Demeter or Demeter traveling from um, Transylvania as it was known at the time to London and talking about the weird shit that's happening on board the ship and it's taken a very very long time but then they've gone hey fuck it let's actually turn that into a film and I kind of dug it um, not everybody has it hasn't been overly well received but I actually thought it was real stylish. It had I, I like um, uh, period horror. I think uh, like anything that is bright, shiny, modern, and stuff like that. And especially if it feels like there's been effort put into the like the sets and the design and everything, I'm all for it. And this does it well. Does it really, really well. Um, and I mean it. <laughs> Yes, takes some pretty massive liberties. Adds a couple of characters here and there. Um, That's so, okay. Yeah, like yeah. everyone knows that Dracula came on a boat across the sea, and that no one really survived that journey. So what happened there? You know, fine, we can make stuff up as we go along. 
yeah, just add in a new character who sure. survives. And, yep. you know, then kind of feels like he could very easily continue on to having a sequel or, <laughs> you know. And I was like. How convenient. Yeah, it feels a little bit like you're trying to do, I don't know, an ongoing series with this character um, <laughs> who is not in the book at all, but that's fine. It's fine. It's totally, totally normal. Um, it it takes some pretty big kind of swings with its design work that I love. Uh, so the design of Dracula himself is kind of a, it's a half and half. So, okay, tell me, what's your favourite kind of vampire? Like, do you have a particular style? Anyone? I mean, I don't mind a sexy Anne Rice vampire. Okay, so we like so we got one vote for sexy Anne Rice vampire. I mean, yeah. is there any other vampire than just hot vampire? Yeah. Yes, there is. Yes, oh. yes, there definitely is. We're uh, ignoring the other ones. I'm okay, going to vote Theon? for a sparkly vampire. You, you're, you're... <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're my they're my favorite. They just twinkle in the sun, and I love them. Right. Um, no, no, I don't. Okay. I, I, I like the I like the ones that actually aren't sexy, um, that are actually more perverse in that sort of way. Like the ones out of The Strain. That was a very interesting concept. Did you ever watch the TV show The Strain? Mm. Which was kind of like yeah. it's a gestalt entity full of worms kind of thing, but no one ever has a good time as a vampire. You're never a sexy vampire. You're literally <laughs> a bottom feeder, you know. We, we don't have well, to this- have those ones. This one hits it on uh, the one kind of vampire, because I like a good sexy vampire. I like good, you know, um, uh, Anne Rice-style vampire, but my particular favourite, I fucking dig a Nosferatu-style vampire. Yeah, yeah. long fingers and the long teeth. and Like Peter. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It's, it's <laughs> Peter from the old world. Um, yes. <laughs> and if you've seen, have any of you seen Salem's Lot? Yes. Um, no. Okay, so an yeah, old kind of early '80s Stephen King horror, and yeah, glowing eyes, big, long, pointy teeth, and it's just a little rabbit, but you know, it's fucking terrifying. Um, and so this is what the design is. They've gone for this take on Dracula, and it's animalistic and it's creepy as fuck, and I really liked that. So yeah, it's it's a good story. Well told, you know, it takes, takes a, a pretty uh, bit of liberties to expand the story out and add characters. And, mm. you know, one of one of Dracula's uh, handmaidens, as it were, is in, you know, gets saved and you're like, oh, okay, cool. But it doesn't shy away from some pretty hardcore violence. Um, <laughs> and uh, have, has David Dasmalchian in it? Mm-hmm. who I really enjoy. Uh, and, yeah, it's just a fucking ripper of a, a, a film. And um, my a friend of mine, Stefan Kapicic, who uh, was um, Colossus in Deadpool, oh, yeah, yeah. is in it as well, and uh, he's real good. So I say if you've got the time and you like that kind of thing, go and check it out. It's fucking cool. Um not everybody's taste, though, and a lot of people kind of found that it was taking a few too many liberties. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I was disappointed I didn't get time to see it, but I'm definitely going to keep it on my list. It's it's real good fun. 
It's a like and, and and it sort of does the dark brooding yeah. kind of uh yeah 18th century vampire thing really well. So yeah, yeah it's cool. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good too. Um, Did, oh, sorry. Have you seen it, Dave? Yeah, I saw it. I put my hand up. I saw. Oh, the fuck! Live... Sorry, I didn't see your hand go up. No, that's Otherwise, right. I would have shut up and talked to let you talk about it for a while. No, that's okay. We've got our ones. Talk I about liked it. it. You know, vampirism is a broad church. We're willing to accept all kinds. In fact, you know, if you want to discuss it further, can I come in? Should we go? We can move on from the Demeter. Uh, we can go to a different one. Do we want to go see a trailer and talk about someone else's? Who wants to put their hand up? One, any? Not me. Not, not I you. I feel like I've just talked a lot. <laughs> Peter, Jill, would any one of you want to pick one out of the, draw it out of the hat? Yeah, you go. You well, go, Peter. Jill and I both watched Totally Killer. I watched yeah. it because Jill told me to. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's how that happened. So yeah. we should watch the trailer for Totally Killer. Yeah, let's do it. I'd like to report a crime that hasn't happened yet. Have you seen the movie Back to the Future? Basically, I'm living that movie right now, which is how I know there's going to be a murder tonight. <laughs> Hate time travel movies. They never make any sense. Happy Halloween. How about we all stay in and hand out Halloween candy? No, Mom. You know how hard this time of year is for us. Your friends were murdered 35 years ago. It's not 1987 anymore. Stay safe, honey. I love you. is it 1987 oh my god i know the 80s are almost over and i haven't even tried coke yet <laughs> i don't know oh my god mom fuck off and die jesus mom mamacita ay 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 mamacita time for my birthday bitch <laughs> this is a creepy ass cabin in the middle of Nowhere. What's the big deal? There is a murderer on the loose, and you drove us into the woods. <gasps> oh my god! What? I forgot to bring vodka. You have seven and a half hours until you're stuck here forever. <laughs> I need to stop all this horror before it happens. Did the machines kill us all? No. They more just rip apart the fabric of our society via dance videos on TikTok. They use dance against us. Is like this to a call good it thing? The hot tub scream time machine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for it based a little bit time travel. I think I'm I'm down for it based purely on the fact that it has a death on a waterbed, and you can't get any more '80s than anything happening on a uh, waterbed. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, waterbeds are a bad time. They're they're a time of the '80s, and they should stay in the '80s. Uh, this film is on Amazon Prime. If anybody wants to go and check it out, um, Casper does. Go and watch it. It's such a lot of fun. I recommended this one to Peter because I know she doesn't like super duper scary stuff. And this was just fun with enough of the tropes that Peter really enjoys from uh, like horror film as a genre. It's um, and it's a nice blend of genres. You know, I love a, you know, I love a bit of genre play. Um, and I also, I, I like the way it, it, in doing what it did, which a lot of, you know, successful parodies do it, it, um, playing on the tropes at the same time that it was subverting the tropes of, yes. of slasher films. 
um, which was just a lot of fun. Um, particularly that what that slasher film one, you know, that you always get where you're like, ah, why is that person being chased doing the most stupid thing? Why don't they just do this? Why don't they just do that? Why didn't they call the police? And there's this, like, fantastic scene where, like, the person being hunted does fucking everything. Like, <laughs> is, like, super prepared and does everything that you think, oh, she should just, oh, oh, she's got, oh, she's really prepared for that moment. Uh, <laughs> and yet. Um, this was a lot of fun. I, I made my sister watch it and we kind of got half an hour into it. And she, she suddenly went, oh, it's a time travel movie. Oh, that's good. And I'm like, you didn't think it's actually just going to make you watch a slasher, did you? <laughs> <laughs> there was layers here, you know? Yes. So the the masks that they're wearing, they have a, a distinct kind of, uh, what's his name? Max, uh, Max Headroom vibe. Um is it, is there a reason for the masks? I haven't watched this one. I mean, I the reason like, for a mask in a slasher film is always because you're not supposed to know who the killer is until the end. Yeah. Like if there was no mask, it wouldn't like did they just be like it was him, put him in jail. Yeah. And then like no movie. But is there is there a, a an in <laughs> in logic version, in story version as to oh. why the masks are what they are? No. No. Oh good. No, yeah. no explanation. <laughs> not at all. Like, like I mean, you know, apply the same knowledge to all of the films from the horror genre, Quinny, and you're going to end up very disappointed. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I understood the theory of why we put the mask yeah, on yeah. the bad guys. Um, yeah. But yes, I think uh, the only thing I found a little bit disappointing about it is that it was uh, time travel to the '80s and not to the '90s. Um, because, like, age-wise, uh, millennial could 100% have a 16-year-old kid, and it would have been fun to get to have that same kind of Gen Z perspective study that we got of 1987, um, but of just yeah. like it's a strange thing. Later. It's a strange yeah. thing of the romanticized idea of not the 1980s is just hot right now, and I can see in like another 10 years they're going to be like, oh, the 90s was so much better, you know? <laughs> it's and it's like really not. You're just you're just you're just picking a it decade was- and advancing slowly. There was happy pants. There was hype of color. It was not a good decade. Like there oh, were no. there were some bad choices made across the board. No, we hype up the eighties for its spectacular fashion, uh, whether it be poor taste, but also just as a nostalgic thing. But the nineties was truly horrendous for fashion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody was safe in the nineties. Looks no. worth it though. Like I think I'm going to go check this one out. I haven't seen it, and I would like to. So it's is it, amusing. It's amusing. Right. It's a fun time. That, I was going to yeah. say, that was the question for me. Is it, is it comedy horror or is it horror comedy? Uh, comedy horror, yeah. Okay. It's definitely foremost a, a comedy and a time travel comedy with a bit of slasher mixed in. It's, the slasher element is light. Yeah. Right. Fair it's, enough. It's light. It's, it's less slasher than Scream. Um, oh, yeah. It's like, not it, it, like it's, yeah. terrifying at all. Right. Are, there, are there jump scares? Is there a bit of like no, everything's very telegraphed. It's it's quite supposed to be like on the nose mm. tropey, like it's spoon feeding everything to you. And that's what's fun about it. It's it knows what it's doing, it's playing on the genre and the tropes, and it's giving it to us in a different format. I haven't seen a slasher ever do a time travel film before. So <laughs> no, time yeah, travel slasher is different. <laughs> well, I, I was it, what was the one that was the body swap slasher um oh yes uh the one with Vince Vaughn yeah that was great that one was good 
Is it the parent um, trap? No. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> um, it's okay, where it's, it's Lohan, actual trap where they freaky. That's the one. Freaky. Yeah. Freaky. So it was a play yeah. on Freaky Friday, but yeah, yeah. Freaky. No, that yes. one was fun. I like that one too. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, very I, similar I like, vein. If you have watched Freaky, you'll probably like this. I like mm-hmm. a thing that sort of subverts a couple of genres at once. That sounds like a lot yeah. of fun. Sweet. Yeah. Dion. Yes. What have you chosen? Uh, I've got a couple, but I think um, I might just talk quickly about uh, No One Will Save You. Ooh. How about that one? We'll go to that. Yeah, yeah I'm down for it. I have not seen this one. Oh, nice. No one will save you. It was on. Uh, it was a Hulu production, but I think you can see it on Disney. Um, you can see it on Disney Plus here in Australia. Yeah, you can see it on that. It's a really interesting concept, and I'm glad I went into it kind of blank. Uh, and then I just to let everyone know, there are only five lines of dialogue in the entire film, which is an interesting okay. concept. And all of it is explained kind of in. Like eventually it will all get explained, but it just takes a very big turn from what you expect. And all I, it's like, you know, people are like, oh, well, it's not really that scary. It's not really that horrific. It's like, if I'd seen this as a child or as a, as a teenager, like an early teenager, I would have been pants shittingly terrified. Or what did you say, Quinny? It would have, um, piss and peanuts. Yeah, I would have been pissing, <laughs> pe- pissing, piss and peanuts. It would have scared the piss and peanuts out of me. Yes. Um, um, uh, directed, I think it's Brad Duffield's. Like uh, first film oh, direction, yeah. but he's a writer who you might recognize from uh, films like The Babysitter and Love and Monsters um, mm. and Underwater. Oh, right. Yes. So, uh, but this one is nice. this, this one starts off as a kind of uh, break in movie and then goes to full on kind of alien abduction film, but it's done in that. <laughs> Space says no. Yeah, I aliens. know, but I mean, if it gets down to the like, most of it is that very fucking tense thing of trying to escape one of those aliens from like signs that is just creepy and pervasive everywhere. Movie. Well, um, yes. You know, is it is it is it great? No, but is it an oh. interesting concept? Yes. Oh, I, I would, I would argue <laughs> with you on that one because I actually think it was pretty fucking like in in terms of yeah. scary shit. I thought it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it did introduce me to a concept that I never thought I'd be, uh, I'd see ever. um, That would was terrifying. But as I will call them, the semaphore aliens, (laughs) (laughs) aliens that use their limbs to talk in semaphore, and you're like, you're just voguing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And it's got a, it's got really good sound design, and it's got really Mm. good uh, kind of. 
I knew that it was getting me at the point where they did that thing where the, they've been like, you know, doing not a lot of show, like, you know, no show helped. It will help tell and make it do it. But they just get to one point where I was like, they're going to cut away. And then they don't. And I'm like, I'm, you should have cut away because I'm scared now. And I'm looking directly at an alien and I am not comfortable looking directly at it. And you're not cutting away. Uh, you saw, who saw yeah. it? Did you see it? You saw it, Quinny. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Peter, did you see this one? You love aliens. I I have not, but the, the way you described it has made me academically interested. Yeah, oh, Pete, I think you would get a real kick out of it because it goes to some really, really interesting places at the end as well. Yeah. Like, it's not your regular kind of alien abduction invasion film. Yeah, yeah. And it does that thing that you were saying about uh, where the character does the smart things. Like throughout the whole thing, like you know, she's constantly doing the smart things, and when you're yelling at the character, just fucking go, yeah, get on a bus and go, and they do, and they do, and you're like, <laughs> oh shit, okay. And then there's other reasons, but it's just like, oh, 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 okay, yeah. But also, yeah, the 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 achievement of it, I think, was no dialogue. Mm. Yeah, that's what's interested me. I'm yeah. now interested to see. I may need to watch this scary movie. Hmm. And it tells it it does that that clever thing that a lot of video games and stuff do of telling a narrative through the things that you see around. Mm-hmm. So there is there's a there's a whole kind of so if your alien invasion is your basic bitch A plot, there is a whole B plot that is told through um stuff that you just see in the background or the way that characters interact or things that people are writing and you're building a story out of ancillary information. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. a bit fucking clever. I dig that. It was a bit like no. no phones, no phones in this movie. Don't look at your phone. No, no. You, you really do <laughs> kind of have one to. one screen. Ugh, challenge. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's a, it, it reminded me a bit like of Nope. Um, which is also an alien film, but told mm. in a smart way. This is an alien film, but told in a smart kind of way. Um, I liked Nope, so I'll give this one a go. And you know, she, okay. she, 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 she's a she's a good old ass kicking independent woman who don't need nobody. But that's actually <laughs> kind of a problem when you're trying to stop aliens invading, and you do need people. <laughs> mm. And and the, the hints in the name, yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, yeah, good fun, good uh, fun. And is it PG? I have a vague feeling that it's actually not M rated. I, or... I wouldn't know. Um, because it's, it's relatively bloodless, so I'd say it could even have yeah. made a, a PG. Because it, it, as I said, there's no dialogue; it's just film language, and mm. yeah. um, and and you know, it's 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 definitely a bit horrific. At some like, there's problems if you have problems oh, yeah. with certain things. Hey, mm. yeah. Remember, there's a there's a point of a bit where she pulls something out of her throat Ugh. herself. Yeah, I used to remember, and you're like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. But it's just kind of like, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it's a PG thirteen in in America. I'm not sure what it's rating here in in Australia, but it is definitely one of those ones that you would watch as at a at a over, like a movie night with your friends and yeah. absolutely fucking destroy you for the rest of the night because yeah. you do not want to turn the lights off or anything. No, and you'd also just be like you'd be daring each other to like, okay, you just all you have to do is walk out the back door through the, the yard to the fence and come back. 
Yeah. And you'd be yeah. like, nope. If you can do that, you're the toughest person. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, next one, what, what do we want to talk about? Someone else. Who's back? The yeah. Boogeyman, please. The Boogeyman, yeah. please. Yes. Ooh. When there are scary things we don't understand, our minds try to fill in the blanks. Sometimes the best thing to do is to face it. So this light is going to be completely solid like it is right now. Then gradually... It's going to start flashing until it's totally dark. So you can see that there's nothing to be afraid of. Okay? See? That's not so scary, is it? Just you, your sister, and me. You're doing okay. It's not real. just in your head. Katie, there's something in my room. You believe me, don't you? There's no such thing as monsters. You need to grow up. I'm serious, Sawyer. I need to be alone. Later. No, 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 no. No, well, thank you. I have to tell you, out of everything I watched this month, this was the scariest one. Ooh. So, yeah, thank you, Stephen King, for uh, bringing to life the things that definitely terrified me as a child, and that was stuff that lived in the dark that you couldn't see. Mm. And, yeah, the this fucking terrified me. It does that brilliant thing where it, there's something maybe you just saw out of the corner but you're not sure, and then oh. you don't want to turn around but the character's turning around you're like don't do it don't do it it's gonna be there and it's gonna be scary and it's gonna be bad does it have does it have the good old jump scare of like i'm in the bathroom i'm opening up the cabinet and then i shut the door and the mirror reflects something there you know the good old one there wasn't a lot of that uh because there was more of looking into dark corners and knowing that this creature was there and you couldn't see it uh yeah, so uh, this boogeyman creature, if anybody has read the short story by Stephen King, uh, is a creature that preys on trauma. So people that oh. have experienced trauma will uh, experience this creature come to feed off of that in their home. Um, the little girl in this movie is little baby Leia from Obi-Wan. Because oh. Didn't recognize her. No, because <laughs> no, I wasn't was watching freaking... the trailer. I saw a bit, and I'm like, no. Nah, nah, you closed your eyes. Nah, yeah, <laughs> she was brilliant. She's a fantastic little actress. Um, but yeah, this this movie was properly terrifying, and I loved every minute of it. Um, there was some things that pissed me off, and that was uh, the horror tropes of like. If this is a creature that lives in the dark and you know that, why don't you turn on any fucking lights in your house? <laughs> oh. 
like there's a moment where the girls are having a sleepover and the little girl is playing video games in the dark in the living room. I'm like, you have literally been horrified by this creature in the dark and you're sitting in the dark right now. <laughs> and there were moments where they'd be going around the house. I'm like, turn on a light. There's a <laughs> wall switch right next to you. Just fucking turn on a light. Um, but it yeah, won't that, work that way. Because really lights cost money and it's a cost of living yeah, crisis that we're like, all experiencing. The girl's in the kitchen and she opens the fridge to bring light into the room. I'm like, turn on the fucking light. <laughs> you. I'm going to show you. Come on. Um, yeah. When that stuff starts to get very noticeable it kind of takes you out of it but the right. creature design was absolutely horrific uh when you actually do finally get to see it in full it is terrifying was uh, it as good as i don't ask this joke because you and i saw mm. uh barbarian barbarian and like let's say the... it's on level with barbarian okay cool scariness right. yeah which yeah. i didn't okay. think barbarian was going to be scary and then i watched it i'm like oh that's kind of just terrifying yeah yeah so the Boogeyman is also a Hulu one, and you can find it on Disney Plus. Nice. Yeah. I will be avoiding that. <laughs> oh, see, I love to scare myself, and this one fucking did it. It was the best one I watched. Yeah. Pete, hey, you're going to be checking her out. <laughs> not, not this one. No, it, it sounds. It, it feels like it has some of the elements that kind of really traumatize me about. It and um, Candyman when I watched them as a child, that oh. particularly that nobody will believe you element that isolates mm. the the main character. I, I remember this particular image in It because the thing about It is that the kids can see it but the adults can't. Mm. So the people mm. that you rely on in your life to help you and keep you safe can't see the come that's, thing that's coming after you. And there's like a scene where like the adult looks over and there's just like a pedal like, um oh, yeah. going around on a bike uh, and for the adult it just looks like it's spinning on its own but then you know for the kid it's like uh it it's um, a or a terrifying thing and there was something about that that is just when you're watching it as a kid extra terrifying that the people who actually keep you safe would not be able to keep you safe from this thing yeah and yeah. in uh, in the in the candy man it was even more terrifying because then that that main character like was like seriously this thing is coming to kill me and everybody was like nah you cray <laughs> <laughs> nobody would help her oh only the best nightmare fuel <laughs> just the, nice. the, the constant state of of no one believing you yes lighting the movie yes <laughs> thank you kanga um okay mm. so if i were wanting to scare the shit out of myself should mm. i go to barbarian first or boogeyman Oh, no, Barbarian is also equally terrifying. They're yeah. different movies. They have different things that are scary, but I yeah. rate them same level. Having not seen The Boogeyman, which I don't think I'm ever going to do, i got to say there was a certain <laughs> amount of just also body horror, disgusting shit that happened in Barbarian like three quarters of the way through that you're like, uh... Yeah, I <laughs> which, don't like yeah. body horror at all. Well, it's not um, really body horror. Yeah, I mean, it's just a disgusting thing yeah. that happens. And it makes sense contextually. I'd say it's body horror. Well, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I like it when Jill texts me body horror warnings for movies that she's watching or that we're going to watch. She's like, warning for Peter, bad body horror in this one. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Bad involved by decision to like watch it. Excessive gore, all of those kinds of things. Yeah. I got your back. I look at the boogeyman, and boogeyman is one of those things that comes out, you can't escape it. It's in the house, it's there, it's kind of around. Whereas in mm-hmm. Barbarian, there's just that sense of dread because, you know, you go into a, an Airbnb and then you find out there's a basement and then you go into the basement and there's more basement and then there's like a creepy room. And and then there are just tunnels everywhere and you end up having to be in the tunnels. It's terrifying. <laughs> Different kind yeah. of scary. <laughs> oh, Casper anyway. saying he's never into Hostel or the Saw movies. Did it, any, any of you like those? You like the Saw movies, anyone? Didn't even watch one of them. Saw movie. I liked the first one. It's just because all it was body horror, premise. so what's in it for me? Hmm. The twist, yeah. the twist at the original saw was actually quite good, and then the rest of it just came an escalation onto how can we make it even weirder? It's like, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Mm. I was watching a, a actually, I was reading a good article earlier this week about one of my favorite horrors, and I'm just derailing over quickly, um, yes. <laughs> uh, which is fine. Um, uh, Event Horizon. Um, oh. <laughs> I see that's that's one of those ones that is psychological horror, but also um haunted house horror but in space and mm. i fucking dig that so so hard and they were talking about um the fact that unfortunately there will never be a director's cut because uh they were forced to kind of get it out the door too fast and then it was before dvds were the thing and so it's like it was 1996 that it was made so just before dvds wanted all the special features mm. so they were just like yep here's eh. Here's the film and no special features. And we got rid of all that stuff. So never going to get the deleted scenes, which is a shame because that movie is fucking terrifying. I'll never never forgive uh, Sam Neill for lulling me into a false sense of security because it was like, yeah, I like Sam Neill. He was in Jurassic Park. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's a Cenobite. Okay. (laughs) I like science fiction. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, speaking of other things that are terrible, what's the next one that we're going to do? Um, Peter, did we, I don't know that we actually got a, a, a trailer for the one that you watched, but uh, I actually am fascinated by it. I mean, look, it's not, it's not even current. I think that everyone else was watching things that have just been released and I was, like, looking for something to put on while I was sewing and just, like, stuck this, you know, 2017 one on. Um, but it's called, what's it called, Vivarium? Wow. Mm. Forget what it's called. That's really bad. <laughs> um, and the reason I'd, I'd actually seen it in a listicle article about, you know, Halloween musicals to watch. Um, and what caught my eye about it was it's like one of the things that like horror traditionally does really well is when you get like a very, very simple, very like potentially like low budget uh, concept Um and yet are able to, like, make something really, really super compelling and, and creepy out of it. So, like, Cube would be an example oh, yeah. of that as, like, you know, that that kind of, like, classic, like, low-budget, like, that they would have really only needed one set to, mm. to make that film. Uh, and yet it was, you know, at the time I watched it when I was a teenager, like, pretty tense. Um so this the, the the concept here is is a couple kind of you know ends up trapped alone in this kind of supernatural um 
uh, ticky tacky houses, you know, like, you know, housing estate um, uh, and, you know, forced to care for a creepy child and <laughs> creepy children and creepy children. It, it seemed to me like, a, you know, an interesting idea with a small cast um, and a really creepy edge to it. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a creepy child in a horror movie will always sell me on it. <laughs> I mean, the child is quite creepy. Like, it's got a weird adult voice. Um, yes, it's it's very like, yeah. So they go. Um, this couple, you know, it's just like house hunting, and um, they kind of go into this, you know, housing estate uh, to look at one of the houses, and um, they they you know when they try to leave no matter where they drive, they just end up at the same house and they just get kind of <laughs> stuck in this supernatural suburbia uh, and forced to stay there and um, raise a creepy child. So like uh, any... And I believe it's like a comment on the horrors of yeah. uh, suburban, suburban life. living. And, <laughs> I was, you know, about, to, the, I was the... about to say, it's just like what happens if you go to a Mervac <laughs> suburb on a weekend yep. and just get trapped into the constantly ever never changing hot box that is out there mm. in the morning um, go do the thing that you have to do get there go back home but it doesn't have like a lot of that element it is kind of more them being like like they don't have anything to do really that's part of the the creepy horror element of it like food turns up the child turns up um and aside from that there's nothing aside from you know at the beginning trying very hard to make their way out of this place and failing um and then it's just i guess a study of how the two different characters then individually kind of psychologically devolve um in this situation after you know hundreds and hundreds of days being stuck in this place um and it was fine like i i feel like it could have done a lot more with the thematic material that it kind of picked um but as like a kind of creepy simple story it was definitely creepy <laughs> nice i looked at the trailer and i thought oh oh yeah that kind of ticks a bunch of creepy kind of boxes for me and i mean jesse eisenberg by his nature is kind of creepy so <laughs> just as general just makes yeah just in general makes the whole thing a little extra creepy <laughs> but yeah looked like it also had a bit of a sense of humor so i, I was like hmm. Maybe have to give that hmm. a bit of a go. Yeah, so it was a little like, like if, if you have an interest in the genre, it would be worth checking out. It, it, you know what it reminded me of? Um, uh, the workplace one where you're a different person at work than you are at home. Um, oh, yeah. Um, severance. Severance, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's got like, a little, I mean, severance is a million times better. Um, right. <laughs> Uh, stylistically, it has a little bit of that vibe. I mean, stylistically, it's fun because of the way the, you know, s- suburban dystopia is kind of designed. Um, but and it is, yeah, I, I, I feel like the comment it's kind of trying to make on um, what that kind of suburban life means and, and does to people um, doesn't quite land. Um, but as like a short horror story that like has like a definite, you know, story and then like a kind of like creepy payoff to the story, um, yeah, it's kind of cool. Great. And where can we watch it? Mm, did I put it up on Amazon Prime? I think I think it's on Apple at the moment. 
could either pull it up on Apple, might have pulled it up on Apple. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one, we've got one or two left. So which one are you? Just like, come on, folks, talk to me. Ah! Which one? Ah! Have you seen the group chat? They're doing it again tonight. No. Please. It's my mum's remembrance day. I just want to forget about it. I'll do it. <laughs> Cannot go for more than 90 seconds. Am I clear? What happens after 90 seconds? <laughs> Don't want to stay. Light the candle to open the door. Blow it out to close it. Put your hand on it. Now say, talk to me. Talk to me. Oh, yes, there we go. A little bit of yes. talk to me. Um, I saw <laughs> this one. Talk to me. Who talk saw to this me. one? This was the only one that I watched this month that I was scared when I turned the lights off. <laughs> oh. Like Boogeyman, I went to sleep like a baby, but Talk to Me was so mm. violent and horrific that that's the part that was scary. It wasn't the horror elements, it was the violence. Yeah. Yeah, right. And it's mm. like uh it's Australian directors, the uh guys the Racka Racka, who YouTube people doing their own videos and making up their own horror comedy stuff. And then they've got their hands on making a, a full movie, um, which I gotta admit felt really honest. Like it's a, it's a crazy preset, uh, like uh, sorry, premise, yeah. but the the film felt really honest because all of the kids felt honest. Like all of yeah. the actors and the, the reasoning and the things that kids do and teenagers do, it was like, oh, this feels real. So it lent itself was, to that thing. Yeah. The cast were very talented. Uh, i got to say, doesn't feel like a low-budget film or like an indie film at all. It was it was very well produced. Mm. Um, and creepy kid. Yeah. Yep. And like just everything me- is creepy. Give me your mm-hmm. hereditaries and your Babadook kids and yeah. this Vivarium kid sounds like he'd be on the same page. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Boy in this, always yeah. just chuck a weird creepy kid in there and, yeah. And South Australians, <laughs> you know, creepy just in general. There's just a vibe yeah, that's going on in, in South Australia. It's just Serial killer capital of the world. They yeah. know what's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they do it better than anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I reckon we should, uh, you know, we've we've done like the big uh, Marvel crossover where all of the Marvel heroes. I want to see every creepy kid from every movie go head to head in like a battle royale of creepy oh kids. Oh my god! Yeah, it'd be awesome. Like Mithrigan versus the kid from the <laughs> Ring. Um, oh, actually, yeah, saw, the Duon kid. Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. I saw some comedy duo doing a, a basically like hot or not based on horror. <laughs> people and one of them was like you know like is chucky hot or not and like you know basically just talking about but they had megan in there and a whole bunch and darth maul hot (laughs) um the midwich cuckoos yes not hot children of the corn not hot hot hayseed kids 
Um, yeah, Miss Regan versus Chucky. Fuck yeah, I'd be in for Megan, that. Megan, hot. Bride of Chucky, hot. <laughs> <laughs> All of them hot. But yeah, talk to me was yeah really solid. Yeah, it's so, a solid. So it's a solid. When thing. we talk about like the violence, uh, yeah. is, is that like really sort of shocking kind of violence or yes, right, hundred percent. So yeah, fair warning. It comes on quite suddenly. Uh, no real lead up to it, and uh, it's very graphic and very shocking. Yeah. Yeah, and then doesn't okay. kind of take its foot off your neck throughout the whole thing as it sort of progresses through, and it's, it's a lot yeah. of creeping dread shit too because the whole thing is dealing with the afterlife and possession and ghosts and stuff and what happens if you stop? Yeah, you start like if you don't stop seeing ghosts, but like it's kind of the thing. He's like, I see dead people. It's like, yeah, but that's not a good thing. Yeah, like uh, I, see- I kind of got a, a feeling from the trailer that it was a little flatliners. Is that where kind of where I'm going with it? Yeah, a little bit. Ah, okay, kind right. Of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You you you've gone you've gone somewhere. You've seen something, and then you've brought it back with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's also a bunch of kids playing with shit they don't know, don't understand, and stuff goes wrong. It's a metaphor for drug taking <laughs> and risky behavior. Or D and D, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, except when you, you're not like at home alone in your bedroom rolling dice <laughs> by yourself. Is, well, I don't know. I do that every Sunday. <laughs> yeah, but by yourself, like you're not interacting with anyone. You just you. Know, okay, sh- fine. I'm on the internet doing it. Patting, patting your dice and going ah the clicky clacks. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, have you been watching me at home? Um, just gonna say straight out there for Pete, hard no for Pete. Hard no for Pete. <laughs> like, I mean, I know no, that, Ted, thank you. Yeah, yeah all, all I'm just gonna say, hard no, Pete. You don't want this in your life. Like, no, don't do <laughs> it. Great execution. Good to know that it's out there. A well done Australian production. But oh, oh yeah. yeah, you don't want to see this. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you could watch it, and I'll tell you when to close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I, I think I'm more time. likely to watch the Bogeyman than this. Well, okay. Which is scarier? Oh, Jill's the only one who can make that. Scary in different ways. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Boogeyman is scary because it it preys on that that um, that instinct that you have of like not being able to see things and stuff that's not there and that kind of stuff. And right. then talk to me is like extremely viscerally violent and that's scary right i prefer the first kind of scary to the second kind (laughs) the extra visceral violence is a big well at least with boogeyman you can rationalize it in your real life and say this doesn't exist but talk to me is way too realistic i did desensitize myself to a lot of those um um, kind of filmmaking technique, so I am able to kind of separate myself a little bit if I want to uh, not be as scared and switch on my academic brain for that kind of thing. But depictions of I don't know bad violence, I'm just kind of like, nah, don't, yeah, don't, don't want do it. Nah, yeah. don't need it. Speaking of bad violence, uh, we've only got one trailer left uh, before we yeah. we wrap up. Uh, should we go? It's it's what's your choice, Quinny? 
Yeah, look, let's do it. Um, I, I have I have some strong opinions about this. Uh, it right. opened this weekend and made squillions of dollars. Okay. Here we have only one of the five nights at Freddy's. Hi, this is Mike. I was just calling to see if that job that you offered was still available. Yes. The security guard. I will take anything. This place was huge in the 80s with the kids. They shut it down years ago. The owner's just not ready to let it go yet. I will work and you will sleep. I understand. Give me All you have to do is keep your eyes on the monitor. Welcome to Freddy Fazbear's, where fantasy and fun come to life. Okay. You must be a new security guard. Can I uh, help you, officer? Have you met them yet? Met who? Them. We're back, and that's right, it's a whole bunch more creepy children. <laughs> like a whole film filled with creepy children. Right. Yes, we are talking about the brand new Five Nights at Freddy's that came out in cinemas ever so briefly um, and is now on Hulu, I think, in America. No, Peacock. Um, oh, went, okay. Yeah, went direct to streaming on uh, in the States. In, Damn. But also has had a massive opening weekend, like crazy, crazy huge. So sounds like a good thing. Five Nights at Freddy's. It's about a. It's based on a computer game. It's written, yep. it's written by Stephen King. Uh, it's directed what? by Martin Scorsese. Like, <laughs> why are you talking about Five Nights at Freddy? Why it's got such this? a pedigree. Yeah. 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 Um, so directed by Emma Tammy, who I've never heard of. Um, uh, I, it's nice to see uh, a, a woman directing a, a horror like this, but I have to tell you, and I'm going to say this straight out of the gates, the single scariest thing about Five Nights at Freddy's is seeing Matthew Lillard look like the 50-something-year-old man that he actually is. Oh, no. Not oh, Matthew my Lillard. fucking God. You were asking who that person was in the yeah, trailer? Like, I think that I reckon. is Matthew fucking Lillard. That's Shaggy? That is very shaggy. Um, People are allowed to age. People are allowed to (laughs) age, but it just did me an absolute mischief because I looked at him and went, oh, no. If if shaggy's old, what does that make me? (laughs) You ain't Scoob. (laughs) Peter and Jill, just because there's pictures of you in an attic somewhere slowly getting older while you retain your (laughs) gorgeousness, you know. Have yeah, some, mean, have, meanwhile. Allow the rest of us to age undignified. Yes, yes, with our grey beards and, and grey hair and stuff. <laughs> uh, so um, it's interesting looking at the chat. There's a lot of people who are very excited for uh, this Five Nights at Freddy's film. Um, now, okay, how many of you are aware of the game or have played the game? I'm aware. Yeah, you have. I didn't play the game. I haven't played it, but I I'm aware of the game, but I have not played the game. Okay. I've never played the game either. Um, I decided after having watched this film, I thought, you know what, I should probably, you know, have a look at the game and see how it's played and what it feels like and everything. Let me fucking tell you, 
the game is infinitely scarier than this film. Like, oh. by quite a long margin. Yeah. Like, I knew the game was horrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Tari's asking what's the Nick Cage <laughs> one. It's called Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, um, and it was really good. It was stupid had, and great. I now want to go and watch Willy's Wonderland, um, which is not a phrase I was expecting to say tonight. <laughs> um, because I, I'm sorry to anyone that loved it, but I thought Five Nights at Freddy's was a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was radically, radically disappointed mm. by how unscary and oddly unfun it is um yeah like it's this sort of really plodding un uh sort of creative sort of story it's you know and if you know the story at all of the thing it's basically a guy becomes a security guard at a a kid themed pizza place where the animatronic um characters there come to life and tried to hit you uh, try try to hurt you, kill you, whatever. Yeah. And there are multiple different animatronics, and they've got sort of vaguely different personalities and stuff. Yeah. And it's there's like a, an evil a, Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Evil Chuck E. Cheese. And those things, those animatronics, have been possessed by the spirits of children who were killed by a bad guy. So this adds in a, a secondary plot about the guy who is doing the work, look at, trying to work out what happened to his brother who was abducted when they were kids. Oh. Um, but he does that through sleeping. So he's trying to uh, do uh, lucid, lucid dreaming. Oh, okay. And so you've kind of got this <laughs> weird thing of, of trying to, you know, you're trying to go to sleep. And therefore, you so that you can find this B plot that you don't give a shit about. <laughs> Meanwhile, the monsters are shown way too much. Mm. So one right. of the things that works really well about the game is that you're looking at video cameras mm-hmm. around the uh, Freddy Fazbear's, and as you cut between the cameras, the things move, and it's like blink you know, yes. from Doctor Who. Yeah. And so these things get closer and they've got big scary eyes and you're in this little room and you've got limited power and you can close the doors mm-hmm. only for a little while because the doors take power and you've got to survive till 6am and all these things. Um, all of that is kind of there, but somewhere in the middle of the fucking movie, there's a sequence where they start building, like the the, the sister, creepy kid, mm-hmm. um, comes to Freddy Fazbear's and they start building a pillow fort with the big animatronic creatures and they lose any and all sense of of intimidation or scariness or horror and the film just turns into a slog. It is so boring. Oh, dear, that's a shame. Yeah. I I was really kind of keen for this to be like a a good, fun, you know, jump scary thing with lots of big, scary monsters. And the monsters in this one are even built by Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Um, so, yeah. It's just terrible. Well, I feel oh. sorry that we did this one at the end then. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's like, oh, this is a bit of a letdown. I'm sorry. 
I can bring I, it back up. I will tell you about the other stuff I've watched because I'd like to give some honourable mentions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please do. Please do. Yeah, do. yeah because I cannot pretty. recommend it and now I want to go and watch fucking Willy's Wonderland just in, to <laughs> wash the taste out of my mouth. Give it, give, it, give it a big swing and a miss on the Five Nights at Freddy's. Don't waste five nights or five minutes on this one. There you go. There's your You know what? Button. If you're really, really keen, download it or watch it on TV. You know, there'll, there'll be a, a video version available, you know, in high def right now. Yeah, give that a go. I wouldn't right, well, bother in the cinema. I'll give you another couple of duds. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, knock at the Cabin. That came out mm, last month, month before. Yeah, I was um, going to say. The latest M. Night Shyamalan movie. Hey. Stinker. Oh. Uh, not as fun as old. If you're going to watch one of his recent movies, watch old because it's so fucking stupid that it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, another stinker, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Oh, that really? one has just come out. It's not terrible. It's a good movie, but the jump scares are just that bloody semi-trailer that keeps blasting through the town, and it does <laughs> it three times in this movie. <laughs> and not, yeah, and it's not scary. I'm sorry. Um, but otherwise, decent movie. Uh, Haunted Mansion, the latest iteration oh, on <laughs> Disney. <laughs> not, the non, not the Muppet not one. The Muppets not the one and not the Eddie Murphy one. This one has Rosario Dawson and uh, Owen Wilson, and it's quite charming. It's much more like The Ride. So if you actually uh, want to watch okay. a Haunted Mansion movie that is like The Ride, you'll get a kick out of this one. It was quite fun, and it had a good underlying plot. What did you think of the old Haunted Mansion, the one that, was it the Eddie Murphy one? From... Never watched it, but that was right. more of a comedy. Gotcha. Right. So this is aiming for that fun, spooky kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Goosebumps, the latest TV oh. series. Not the movies, but the TV series. This one is more aimed towards uh, late teens. Uh, and it's going for a more gritty uh, Goosebumps rather than a fun Goosebumps, unlike the Jack Black films. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Quite Not cool. what I was expecting. And it's all kind of sequential uh, storytelling across the episodes where we're focusing on one group of teenagers that all go to the same school and they're all coming across these haunted objects that are from the books. So you guys will recognise it. And they're building up to Slappy, the ventriloquist dummy, so I can't wait for them. <laughs> right, so and it's coming out week weekly or something. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's pretty good so far. There's a lot uh, more horror on Disney Plus than I was ever expecting. They have a whole tab on Disney Plus at the moment with their horror selections, so go and check it out. Yeah, right. Amazing. Um, another one, Scream Six. Not bad. Oh, really? Because I'd heard terrible things about. Oh yeah, I mean it's a Scream movie. But it was. <laughs> It was a screen movie. Like, you know what you're going to get, and it gave it to me. And, uh, yeah, I didn't hate it. I'm like, that, yep, it's a slasher. There's people out there murdering it again. It's absolutely ridiculous and stupid, but I loved it. Um, and Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. Uh, oh, yeah. Not scary, but loved it. Um, if you are... Edgar Allan Poe fanatic, you will love this show because it takes the Fall of the House of Usher short story uh, by Edgar Allan Poe and it puts in every other thing from his poems and short stories into it as well. So Oh, so we've got a little telltale heart and a little bit of... A little bit of everything in this. Is um, there a raven? There he is, yes. The raven motif is uh, all throughout uh, the 
patriarch of the family's uh, granddaughter is named Lenore. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. all sorts of references to uh, all the different po poems and short stories, uh, all based around the fall of the House of Usher short story. And yeah, it was a decent watch. And it's from the people that uh, did Haunting of Blind Manor and Haunting of Hill House. So yeah, it's solid. Amazing. Yeah, very cool. Um, Pete, have you watched anything else scary? Nah. <laughs> not, the news not, not yeah. recently yes I've just I've, I've been aware of the world mm, um, that's utterly pant shitting terrifying <laughs> pissing peanuts all over the place fuck you and your pissing peanuts <laughs> um, and Dion any other scaries from you TV or otherwise uh, just a creeping sense of dread that pervades mm. every waking moment these days but you know what's new Fair on enough. that um, I will say I have also recently checked out uh, it's it's sort of not a horror but it's definitely got some thrillery kind of vibes um, the miniseries called Bodies um, which is on Netflix which uh, is a dead body shows up in um, the uh, Whitechapel area of London um, and uh, the uh, a police detective finds the body and starts trying to find out who killed them in four different time periods. Um, so one happens in the 1800s, one happens in the 19, 1941, in the middle of the Blitz, one happens in 2023, and the other one happens in 2050. And it's all the same body, right? It's the exact same body in every time period. Oh, that sounds really good. It's very interesting and um it's got a real good hook it's like it's a lot about um bigotry of different kinds um so each time period they're exploring a different kind of um uh, marginalized uh yeah people but at the same time doing something different and they all tie together it's it's really really worth a, a look and i haven't finished it yet but i think it's totally worth checking out Ooh. nice Amazing. thanks everyone thanks and thanks for everyone in the chat for joining us for a little bit of shaspookery on this oh. halloween casper asked the question of our favorite horror movies of all time mm -hmm. um jill you've said dark water Yes, the Japanese movie Dark Water. Definitely my favourite. Favourite horror? <laughs> I can't I mean, say that's something I've actually put any thought into. I might have to get back to you on that. One that sort of stuck with me because I really liked its filmmaking was The Descent. Oh, oh which yeah. Which is just a good. There's one. There's there's one from the old sort of time. The claustrophobic horror. Then Matchless was like, oh no, this is going to be one of those ones where people get trapped and it'll be terrible. Then it turns into a horror movie. And you're like, <laughs> mm, shit. Um, but that was kind of good of its time. I think it's dated a little bit now, but it, it worked quite well, especially with that good old night vision on the camcorder. <laughs> Ugh, terrifying. Yeah. Um, oh shit, my favourite horror. Uh, Honestly, I would say the one that probably stuck with me the longest, um, and there's elements of it that still are burned into my brain as something that is really terrifying, is uh, Event Horizon. We talked about it earlier. Yeah. Um, there's a sequence in that that they... It's, it's awesome. They, there's a sequence in that where they go into a black hole, and in the middle of the black hole, they go through hell, and 
they show a tiny sequence of what hell is and they shot heaps of footage for it but they were told not too much like pair it back and so there are bits in there that are only like two or three frames mm. but that was more than enough to just put ideas into my head forever and that idea was the thing that got me so for me it's all about good ideas horror and that's one of the best ones right amazing well Ooh. quick we better get out there and uh, start distributing candy <laughs> oh i want candy yeah. <laughs> that's how it works now that it's like yeah. or too late uh but next uh, next time we see you it's a whole new month it is and we've got lots of things to talk about that we will uh, be discussing as to what's coming out. There's a, there's the, a the bunch Mar of stuff happening. The Marvels is out soon? Yep. And then um, the Hunger the, Games prequel? Yeah, the Godzilla TV show, Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Sure. Uh, and then I don't know what else is really on at the moment. Uh, oh, the one that I think we're all really excited about, Far Away Downs. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh um, no! Something that nobody uh, asked for. We'll have our. Yeah, to, we'll have to, our to anyone that doesn't know what Far Away Downs is, yeah. it's the six. Is it six hours or uh, oh, it's the TV? Oh series. no, Australia! Oh, <laughs> exactly. You know those bits of the of a, the movie Australia that were really boring on a sheep station? Yeah, well, imagine that cut together in a TV series. I, I don't. Well, understand. at least Baz, Baz gets to kill the characters at the end like he wanted to. <laughs> Good. I just, I just don't understand why you've got Australia that has all of those beautiful scenes and scenery and, and, and the ability to have actual places that exist, and then all of that stuff in Australia was just CGI bullshit. Yep. Like, how about because bats? How about just a bit of location work? Nah. Just a nah. bit of investment for locations scouting. That's not how bats works. No. 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 Sure. Who knows? Because we can, can, can. Um. Uh, thank you everyone thanks for your, all your input I, I realise there's some movies I'm going to go and see and a lot of movies I'm not going to go and see because I don't need yes. them in my life and you had me one when's the time when are we going to do a show that is just feel good nice movies that make everyone happy Christmas hey Christmas no what was that Peter I said we can do that I oh, love yeah. feel good nice movies that make you happy yeah great Okay. We need to find them. I haven't seen them in a while. Remember, Does anyone know of any? Uh, November is uh, Movember, so that's right. In uh, <laughs> November, we're just doing movies about moustaches. Yes, that's why I've got this <laughs> soup strainer on my face. Uh, <laughs> the scariest thing I wake up to every day. Go into the bathroom and look in the mirror. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Told you not to remove your chin hair and keep your lip hair, but you did it anyway. But I did it anyway. I did it for the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you did it all for the nookie. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> this is anti-nookie. <laughs> all right. Anti-nookie. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you all Yes, later. thank you, everyone. Have a lovely spooky night. I hope that yeah. everybody has a great time. Um, we'll, we'll go on Raid Hex, apparently. They are currently right, raiding the minds of Moria. Oh, good. Good old Moria on Halloween. Hopefully yes. they'll wake a Balrog, and that's the extent of my Lord of the Rings village. <laughs> Bye! Thank Bye. you and good night! Woo!
Thanks for listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast. If you have questions, please email info at theperiodictableofawesome.com. Find us on our website, www.theperiodictableofawesome.com, where there's links to our iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time, stay awesome.